Hey guys, and welcome back to another spooktacular episode of Haunted Horrors. <laughs> That's cute. Okay. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Anyways, I am here today with Kelsey Hatzinger. Mm-hmm. That's me. Hello. The very famous Kelsey Hatzinger from... Very famous. The very famous from <laughs> the podcast of Idiots and Intellect. Mm-hmm. And About five people listen to each episode, so... I know. Hey, five's better than zero. That's true. Um, that one's my grandma usually, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so four. That's yeah, fine. Four that non relatives. Four. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so this month on both our podcasts, we're going to be doing a good little collaboration of different spooks and haunts and just theories to celebrate Halloween month. It's spooky season. It is spooky season. Spoopy season. Spoopy season? I'm sorry. Spoopy season. (laughs) (laughs) And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the very famous Queen Mary. RMS Queen Mary? Oh, I'm so sorry. How dare you? You are on history of this, so you know that. Yeah, that's why I corrected you. Okay, thank you. Fucking fist fight me already. I hope they can't hear me chewing these baby goldfish. <laughs> well, I gotta feed my baby. Do. Yeah, that's why I won't fist fight you right now because you're pregnant. So. Yeah, Sean, like, he keeps going. Okay, well, in nine months, I can fight you again. <laughs> and then, like, he won't like mess around with me anymore. I'm sad, so I just kind of hit him whenever I walk by. Hey, more power to you then. <laughs> you get all the power now. I have a, the power of two people in my body, so. It's like um, some, like, superhero thing. <laughs> um, okay, so then we'll get into the history of it. Um, so on December 1st in 1930, in John Brown's shipyard in Clyde, Scotland, it's a Scottish ship, um, the work started to build a ship that was larger and faster than any ship had been before, and it was job number 534 because they didn't name the ship's um, until they actually had their first launch. So I thought that was interesting. I that thought is, they yeah. always had like the name picked out and ready to go. Um, but not here. Uh, so it was hand-built by Scottish craftsmen. And uh, it's a luxury ocean liner that was 1,019 feet long. I think it was like 1,019.4 feet or something. But Specifics. That's fine. You know, whatever. We round up here. Or round down, whichever one you did. We round it's, here. It's the same. We round our numbers and we get round with our food and it's everything's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> circle of life. <laughs> Literal circle. <laughs> um, so, at the time it was the largest moving vessel known to man. Um, and it had a capacity of 2,139 passengers. Which seems very specific. Have you noticed that, like, in movie theaters and stuff, they'll have a specific capacity? (laughs) Or it's, like, 239 or, like, Mm -hmm. something weird. Like, Like, why can't you round up to more rounding? Like, just... (laughs) Just put in an extra seat somewhere. Like, make it an even number. Um, So, like I said, it was named at the time of launch, which was September 26th, 1934. And its maiden voyage was roughly two years later on May 27th of 1936. 
Um, so the RMS Queen Mary was in service from 1936 till 1967 and sailed primarily the North Atlantic Ocean for the Cunard White Star Line. Um, the typical route was back and forth between Southampton and New York, just passengers, just kind of quick cruise, vacation, whatever, but it took like at least a month, I think. Just to get to one of the destinations. So not quick cruise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not quick cruise. <laughs> um, but um, so yeah, it went back and forth from Southampton and New York, by way of the typical transatlantic voyage east and westbound, um, called Cherbourg. And um, this all changed when World War Two hit. However. Uh, around 1940, the RMS Queen Mary left New York for Sydney, Australia, which I thought was cool. I didn't expect that ship to be anywhere near Australia right. ever. Um, and this ship and a number of other ships were converted into troop ships to transport Australian and New Zealand soldiers to the UK. So wow. that was cool. I didn't... Didn't expect that. Um, and during the conversion, the hull, superstructure, and funnels were painted a navy gray, which led a lot of people to call the ship the Gray Ghost. The Gray Ghost. The Gray Ghost. I feel like it sounded like I said the Gay Ghost, but it's gray. It's gray the Gray Ghost. ghost. Gray Ghost. <laughs> um, all of the furniture, decor, carpet... All of the fine china, of course. You don't want that in the war. Mm -mm. And paintings were removed and stored in warehouses for the duration of the war. Um, so it was it was pretty much just four troops during the right. years of the war. Um, and then the ship definitely went through some rough waters during that time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look at that pun. Or are we talking about actual rough waters? I mean, either way. Okay. It's the same. Haha, <laughs> puns. <laughs> um, <laughs> between July 25th and July 30th, and uh, let's see, what was it, 1943? Yeah. Um, while carrying 16,683 passengers, um, which actually, by the way, is still the standing record for most passengers transported on one vessel at one time. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's a lot of people. <clears throat> that is. That's literally the population of our town. <laughs> Maybe a little less, but... Meh. That's... And we're, like, a sizable enough town. We are, yeah. So, that's pretty insane when you put it in that perspective. Um, anyways, while carrying these 16,683 passengers... The ship, yeah, the ship was hit broadside by a rogue wave that was estimated to be about 28 meters high. So that's a big motherfucker. Um, that's like the size of this house from the back. I was going to say, yeah, because from the front it's a very short house. Yeah, no, it's, that's, it's a pretty large wave. Um, it was later calculated that the ship rolled 52 degrees and... Um, it would have capsized had it gone another three degrees. So she was pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. Um, it's going down. She's yelling timber. She's, hello. <laughs> no? Okay. Yikes. Um, Sorry, moving on. So 
she had some freaking rough times. I'm so hungry. Um, the RMS Queen Mary also carried British Prime Minister Winston Churchill back and forth across the Atlantic several times for meetings with Allied leaders. And he went under an alias. I think it was something Warren or something like that. It was something with a W. So. Okay, that narrows it yeah, down. Right. Um, after the war ended, uh, from September 1946 until July 1947, the Queen Mary was refitted for passenger service, at which time air conditioning was added to her list of amenities. Oh, air conditioning so, is very important. Yeah, especially when you have that many people on there. <laughs> Can you imagine you're just like on vacation trying to chill and you're just in a pile of your own sweat and everyone else is just mm. sweating and yeah. it's gross. I bet that would be a really slippery deck with all the sweat dripping off people. People, t- <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like it's not even like the ocean water coming up. It's just, it's just sweat. sweat. <laughs> um, so <laughs> then from that time um, in 1947, she continued to be a passenger ship. Um, but after several years of decreased profits for the Conrad line, it was decided that the Queen Mary was operating at a loss, and um, she was officially retired from service. That seems so weird to, like, ships are, like, pronounced as a person. I think it's cool, but, like, it's just interesting, because, I don't know. Oh, the Queen Mary tired. How long was she in rain? No, this is a ship. <laughs> oh. Oh, that one. That Queen Mary, right. gotcha. Weird. Um... But so she left Southampton for the last time on October 31st in 1967 and sailed to the port of Long Beach, California, where she remains permanently moored. Fun fact no one will care about. I was born in Long Beach. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and my mom said the the hospital wasn't too far from there. You were just born on the Queen Mary. <laughs> Why else would I be interested in all the spooks? Oh, there you go. Um... So during her time in service, she carried 2,112,000 passengers, roughly. So, you know, just a lot of people. A lot more people than I ever cared to deal with in any of my lifetimes Honestly. combined. Um, and she traveled a total of 3,792 hundred... Nope. I read that wrong. I'm sorry. 3,000,000... 792,227 miles. There you go. Almost want to stop a second time. I'm thinking about food so much. Um, What else is new? Food is great. True. Um, So that was was a lot of miles. What is that even comparable to? I can't think of anything. Maybe like seven cars. The lifetime of seven cars. Because, I mean, you eventually want to swap that out after yeah. a few couple hundred thousand. That sounds about right. So The entire lifetime of seven cars. Yeah. Okay. I'll accept that. Um, so after it was, um, after she arrived in Long Beach, she was <coughs> eventually converted into a hotel, as it remains today. Um, and this included the removal of the boiler rooms, the forward engine rooms, and the water softening plant. 
they pretty much took almost everything out of the ship, essentially. Um, at least all of the mechanical functioning rooms, stuff like that. Um, and the ship's fuel tanks were actually filled with mud to maintain the ship's center of gravity. I thought that was really weird. Because <laughs> I feel like mud is more dense than fuel, but I guess I'm not not well-versed in the mathematics of... <laughs> I'm not an engineer. I have a school for theater. <laughs> I just have to learn how I to... love when you say that, just... <clears throat> I don't know. I went to school for theater. I just have to learn how to count to eight. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, this ship now um, has guest rooms, restaurants, and a museum dedicated to the ship. So, it's pretty cool. It has a lot of um, history to it. I did pretty much just scratch the surface. There were a lot of more specific accounts mm-hmm. of, you know, what happened during transporting troops and stuff like that. Um, But I don't think that's the most interesting part. I think the most interesting part are the hauntings that are reported there. Yeah, there are actually a lot of hauntings that are reported there by guests who stay. Um, But we will get into that shortly once we take this short break. And welcome back. So we're going to try this one more time because apparently the first time we tried recording this second portion, it didn't process and upload. So fuck my life, but let's go round two. (laughs) So we're going to talk about all the spooky shit that happens on this, in this hotel. Yeah, this ship converted to a hotel. Sorry, I got stuck in my tablecloth quick. (laughs) Okay. Um... So yeah, after it was converted to a hotel, all the spooky stuff started happening. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so there are a few ghosts that do haunt... The, what is going on with my tablet? <laughs> um, <laughs> all sorts of technical difficulties. I just need a handler. Um, <laughs> I'm a mess and I own it. Anyways, there are a bunch of... Okay. Are you quite finished? Oh my god. <laughs> Who knew recording something a second time was just going to make everyone have problems with their life? Uh. <laughs> um, so, there are a few ghosts <laughs> that do haunt this ship. Um, we'll start with the ones that basically gave me no information. There's one ghost called John Petter. Petter. Peddler. Ped- like the peddler's barn here? <laughs> yes, but my CL. It's like Petter. it was a typo on there. Like pedo. Sign. Like pedophile. Pedo. Okay, yeah. Well, anyways. So, his death was caused by him being crushed by a watertight door. A water tank door? Watertight. Water, oh, watertight door. Yeah, watertight door. Oh, those are super heavy. Yeah. Yikes. I cannot imagine being crushed like that. Maybe it was a quick and painless death because of how fucking heavy that shit is. I would hope so. You don't want to be crushed by anything. It's, you really don't. All your organs just spreading out like a pancake. Have you seen... They make, um... Like, pancake battered bacon. Okay, I wasn't like, sure where you were going <laughs> with this. <laughs> like, they put bacon, and then they, 
um, pour pancake batter all over it, and then they just fry it like a pancake. It's like a whole thing. It looks so fucking good. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. I'm glad we're going to breakfast after that. Right? (laughs) Um, Another one was Senior Second Officer William Eric Stark. Stark. Oh, like Tony Stark. Stark Industries. (laughs) Stark Industries, Uh there you go. It's just, I'm Iron Man in the hallways. All you're hearing in the dark is, I am Iron Man. Yikes. Um... His dumbass accidentally drank dry cleaning fluid <laughs> instead of gin. <laughs> How fucking stupid do you have to be to mistake dry cleaning fluid? You with know, gin. Sometimes when you're drunk, you'd shit be able happens. to smell the difference, though. I don't know, like some. I don't part know. Of your I was brain... really drunk the other night, and my face was numb. So I. Were you doing cocaine? No, I was just taking a lot of back-to-back shots. Yikes. <laughs> I had this really, I had this one shot that was super cool. The, the bartender lit it on fire. Oh my and it was god. this like campfire one. Oh my god, it was so good. Did it taste like s'mores? Yeah, they just, I think so, yeah. They just, she like at the end lit it on fire. And then like she let it toast a little bit. And then she like blew them out. Which, wow. first off, I thought was kind of gross. I was like, can I just blow up my own shot? Because now it's I have your germs. Your now I have your germs all over my shot. 90% but... of the shot is just <laughs> her saliva. But it was super cool because the people across the bar from us on the other side, they ordered it. And me and my friend just, like, freaked out. We were like, we want that. and But the bartender was not happy. Apparently, she doesn't like doing this. Oh, no. So we were like, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. That's weird. <laughs> Anyways, back on track. <laughs> Getting off of the alcohol conversation and me being an alcoholic, which I'm not, but I just enjoy alcohol. I feel um, like that's part of being an alcoholic. You but... can enjoy alcohol and not be an alcoholic. Alcoholics mm. are like drunk all the time. Mm. Okay, yeah. I just like having a nice small drink every once in a while. Or just a number of small drinks that people call shots. So a cook died. So a cook died. Okay. Um, he was baked alive by his on-kitchen staff during World War Two. On the ship? On the ship. Just, like, thrown in a giant oven. Really? Why? It's like Sweeney Todd. Just... Like Sweeney... <laughs> Did they ever state the motives for that? I don't think so. I think he was just being a huge dick twat and was like, okay, well, I don't want to work for you, so I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Well, and you don't want to, like, just go on strike or anything when... Your main cook is being a jerk. Right. Because you have all of these troops to feed. You're not going to let the troops go into battle hungry. Plus you're on a ship, so you kind of just can't leave. Right. You have nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. All right. Um, oh, wait. Did they serve the cook to the people? This is it bad that I say? I kind of hope they did, just because that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, throw some seasoning, some spices on there to tone down the... Gross human taste. This could use more rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, then there was one spirit named Dana, who the legend says someone murdered her and her family in room B-474. B-474. Wow, is there an echo? <laughs> I hit you. Please don't. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I went to theater school. <laughs> I went to theater school. I'm sensitive. Um, the killer strangled her 
I'm circled her little sister and her mother on the bed and then shot her to death in the bathroom. Shot Dana to death in the bathroom. Yikes. Why would you strangle two and then shoot one? Well, I guess if you strangle the two first, then the third won't know that Mm -hmm. you're even there. Well, no, if there's two people to strangle, one of them is going to make a ruckus while the other one's getting choked the fuck out. Right, so Hmm. there are holes in this story. Hmm. But it's said that her spirit is said to roam the... Roam with the kids' spirits up by the pool and then just around the boiler room. Because why the boiler room? I don't know. Didn't someone die in the pool too? Yes, um, a little girl named Jackie. Oh, okay. Um, she was between five and six years old and she drowned. Also, who, what, who, what parent doesn't watch their five or six year old when they're near a pool? And what other surrounding adults... Or aren't like, like, oh, this kid hey, looks like they're drowning. Right. We should do something. Probably just pull that bitch out. <clears throat> um, but she haunts the first class pool, um, but the pool that she drowned in is has now been turned into the Royal Theater after they docked the ship permanently for the hotel. Yeah. And there are reports of her splashing, calling out for her parents, and even responding to questions when prompted. That'd be cool. I wonder what kind of... Stop flaring your nostrils at me. Um, I wonder what kind <laughs> of questions she'll answer to. I know. It, I didn't get that far in the research, but I'm sure somewhere is listed, like, the type of questions that get asked or the type of people that she'll respond to. Yeah. I, mm. Um... Yeah, because what if you just, like, are in the theater and then you, like, drop your phone or something and you're like, fuck me, where is this? And she's just like, to your left! And echoes through the theater and just... To the left, left to the left. Everything <laughs> owns in the box no, to the left. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. I'll put a thing in the box to the right then. No. <laughs> just, yeah, to the just, right is way better. Okay. Um. <laughs> but the biggest thing and most like well known is the stateroom B three forty. B three forty. Which these haunts report back to nineteen sixty seven during the final transatlantic cruise before docking in Long Beach. A man supposedly went crazy and brutally murdered two women. Two of them. Two of them. Okay. Um he was caught and they locked him in his stateroom. Um, at the time, 340 was split into three separate rooms, B-222, B-224, and B-226, so they don't know exactly which part of 340 they locked him in. Oh, sure. But they posted a guard outside to make sure he didn't, like, break out, run away, Mm -hmm. murder more women. Right, because that, you know, that's not great. Mm, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he started pounding... On the door, screaming that someone was in there trying to kill him. Okay. I feel like that would just be a trick to try to get the guard to let him out. And that's what the guard thought, so he just ignored all the pounding and shouting. Did a good job. Good guard. Right? But then... A plus. The the guard later quiet... Not the guard. The guy in the room later quieted down, stopped screaming, so the guard just thought he gave up and went to sleep. 
But then the next day when they got to New York, the NYPD went in to arrest him. And when they opened the door to the stateroom, they found him ripped apart and his entrails and limbs spread all over the room. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy <laughs> spooky the, season. <laughs> look at the decorations. Yeah, decoration of limbs and guts. How, how does one's limbs get spread around like that? Like, how does that even happen? And obviously, he can't do that himself. Right. Like, I feel like there had to have been something else very dangerous that happened in that area of the ship before. Right. Like, I don't... What would even cause that? That sounds like a wild animal. But you would hear a wild animal. Right. But also, how would another human get in there to murder them? Or how would anything get in there to murder them? Mike must have had one of those, like, porthole things, but you'd think they'd bar the windows on that or something. Yeah, if there was a porthole, <clears throat> like, and a way for someone to get in, you'd think he would have gotten out mm-hmm. first. That's weird. That one's... That's going to be a mystery forever. Yeah. But then there is... Like, nowadays, there's comments of knock of knocking on the door in the middle of the night, which makes sense, since that's basically what he was doing before he died. Right. And just for that room. Right. And then bathroom lights turning on and off by themselves, the sink faucet turning on and off, bathroom door shutting by itself, um, and then the covers of the bed being pulled off people while they're sleeping. That's the scariest part. Honestly, I like I think I could get I could deal with lights and sounds and doors moving. But anything trying to like touch me or touch stuff that's mm-hmm. on me, I, I can't that's handle that. The more terrifying part. <laughs> um, but then other people have also seen a dark figure standing at the foot of the bed, probably the one trying to pull off the covers. Right. But because of how famous this room is with its haunts. When you rent the room, there's a supply chest in it to help, like, make the experience more ghosty ghosty and spooky. And this chest includes a Ouija Ouija board, tarot cards, ghost hunting equipment, and electric candles. Electric candles. Because I'm sure they don't want you lighting actual candles and starting a fire. Yeah, you start the whole thing on fire. And it's a historic thing. Like, there's a museum within the ship hotel thing itself, so... Oh, she's starting that bitch on fire. Um, but because the ship's called Queen Mary and that room is very spooky, mm-hmm. if you want to make things even more spooky, they have oh. the Bloody Mary summoning ritual printed on the bathroom wall in <laughs> that room. Wall. I, I don't like that. I don't either. I mean, I'd probably do it if I stayed in the room. Would you really? If I wasn't just me, then yes. God, I'd be so scared. I've done I've done that before, but I don't know if it was just like me and my friends were just doing it as a joke so we didn't believe in any of it, so nothing happened, or it was the middle of the day sort of a thing. I don't know. Mm. But nothing happened, so. That's just scary. <clears throat> I don't want to fuck with that stuff. But yeah, that's the whole process on that. All the spooks without make, turning this episode into like a three-day long episode. Yeah, that's just scratching the surface. Just scratching the surface. I say that all the time, but it really is. Like, it really is so like many. And then in Shane Dawson's video, he mentioned a, la- a like a woman in a brown dress with a pink bow, and a captain, mm-hmm. a ghost captain that would like rip the sheets off of women and like 
I guess he would, I don't know if when he was alive, he was like kind of a predator type mm-hmm. thing or something kind of like fucky, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know, there's, I'm sure there's just so many yeah. different accounts. In the video I sent you that Sam and Colby did, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> unless they just have a really good video editor, because mm-hmm. um, they do like the vlogging thing too, so it's not like someone's wa- like just recording the entire thing that's right. not involved in the situation. Um, everyone, if I remember correctly, was like in the same area when they heard the faucet turn on because they stayed overnight in that room. Mm-hmm. Oh, the spooky. Yeah, in the, the in B three forty, they stayed in that room, and at the t- at that at a certain moment, like you heard water running, so they went to the bathroom and saw the sink on while they were in the room. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could stay there. I would love to take a day tour of it, mm-hmm. but... Absolutely. Nighttime? Oh, nighttime's scary. <clears throat> well, that's... That'll happen. That'll happen. Especially at 3 a.m. nighttime, yeah. But yeah, that about wraps up the Queen Mary topic for us. Yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty historic. Mm-hmm. It's been around a long time. Obviously, a lot of deaths occurred on it. Um... Stop playing with your pen. <laughs> uh, I need something to fidget with. Get a fidget spinner. Bring back the twenty. You just hear the fifteen. Zzz, yeah. That probably be more annoying, actually. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's just a lot of history with this mm-hmm. ship slash now hotel. There's so much you could get into. Right. But yeah, if you want to hear more conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Head on over to Kelsey's podcast of idiots and of idiots and intellect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> idiot trying to say that name didn't work very well. Right, <laughs> um, you're the idiot part of the idiots and intellect. You are correct. <laughs> I'm just here for the humor of everything. Yikes! Um, but we will be doing a podcast over there about the Bermuda Triangle and the history on that, and some theories around revolving that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting, I think. I like the scientific-based mm-hmm. theories that oh, seem absolutely. so crazy, but, you know, they're scientific. Scientific, you know, they're so it makes sense. By, yeah. So that'll be exciting. Um, I'm going to stick with the boat theme tonight. Yeah. So All I right. say tonight, but tonight, it's like mid-morning. <laughs> it's fine. It's only one twenty-four in the morning. Oh, it's afternoon. afternoon. Morning. Whatever. Uh, it's, it's all the fu- same. You know... Just go over there and listen to it. Y'all have a good spooky season. Okay, bye.